welcome to the weekly weird news brought to you by Click the Ball in the Post Truth Apocalypse. I'm Ben, and as always, I'm hanging out with Mike. Hello. And Claire. Hey. This is where we take a, uh, a satirical look at some weird shit that we've seen this week in the news. Because all of it's obviously make believe, but some of it's just more weird than others. I mean, it's make believe. Well, a lot of it's make believe, innit? The news. I wouldn't say make believe. Yeah, there's a lot of lies out there. I say they twist the narrative to suit their agenda. Yeah. It's normally a kernel of truth somewhere. Only a kernel, though. A whole <laughs> kernel. One whole kernel. This one, man bursts yeah. into flames after being tasered by police. Fucking hell. Jesus. A New York man is in critical condition after dosing himself with hand sanitizer and being set ablaze when a police officer used a taser on him. Well, they didn't add that bit, did no. they? <laughs> it's got alcohol in that, hasn't it? Yeah. Mm. Some of it 99.9%. Mm. That's true, yeah, it is quite high, isn't it? Bizarre encounter took place on a Halloween weekend when Jason Jones, a 29-year-old man from Catskill, New York, walked into the village's police precinct. Cops told the Times Union that Jones uh, was familiar to them and said that he appeared intoxicated and was the one to start a confrontation. Village of Catskill Police Chief James Darling, <laughs> shut up, Darling, <laughs> told the newspaper that officers were afraid Jones was going to hurt himself, and that's what started it. Well, he's dead now. Yeah. <laughs> so their intervention killed him? Well, they thought he was going to hurt himself. Yeah, they thought he was going to hurt himself. Maybe he wasn't. He's dead now. Yeah, well, actually, he's not dead. He's actually being currently treated at Syracuse's Upstate University Hospital in the burn unit. Well, he's, he's probably better off dead. He's probably very burned. Yeah. Police have not yet revealed the details surrounding the incident, such as whether they saw Jones pour hand sanitizer on himself or if he did that before arriving at the station. It's got to be clean. It's got to be pure. Maybe you're just hoping they'd shoot him. If you'd have seen him put that on him, you wouldn't have tased him or done anything, would you? No, he's trying to catch him, he just pranced away, going hee because he'd be slippery. In the manual, it says tasers should be avoided being used around flammable substances. Yeah, that's because uh, 15 people got set ablaze after being stunned by the product of the axon, the company that makes them. Why have they not like, stopped this? When near flammable of, substances. Stop using for fuck's sake, it's setting people on fire. She's not meant to douse yourself in it. <laughs> You're not meant to electrocute people either. Yeah. Non-lethal takedown then. Well, I don't know. Something better than that, obviously. We'll come, we'll come back to me with a solution. Well, maybe you shouldn't get let it get to that stage. Maybe they need better training. Maybe they need to be trained like a social worker. Some people are always crazy. They're going to stop them doing what they want. The guy's obviously got some kind of agenda going Oh, just sit him in light then. Fuck him, he's crazy. Burn the fuck out of him. Burn, burn all the crazy people. Did I say that? Did That's I essentially say that? what you're leading to. No, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that at all. You're saying that... Let's say they don't know he's covered in baby oil. He's getting irate. They think he's going to do baby something. Baby oil? He's <laughs> like Mr. Universe. <laughs> you know, sanitizer. They go for a non-lethal. He's known to them. They don't want to shoot him, so they go with a non-lethal takedown. It's not non-lethal, though, is well, it? Not Come in on, this Jason. case. What are you playing at, Jason? A lot of people what, have know. died. I haven't just been engulfed in flames. Well, Give them heart attacks and things. You'd be a beanbag gun, and that leaves severe bruising. That could lead to cardiac arrest with the shock of it. 
There's an alternative for shooting them. Well, find one then. Yeah, I don't. I don't I'm think the one taser. calling for tasers to go. You find one. You do the. You... Not my job. I want tasers to go as well. We had one locally, didn't we? Yeah, Dane Atkinson. Yeah. Footballer. And a heart condition as well, so it's, you know that's you don't want to get tased in that scenario. Yes. So get tased off the streets. Well, we'll just have everyone have guns then. No. Yeah, guns. Bring the guns in. It's even worse. What's wrong with an old baton round the the back of the legs? Uh, knee capture. <laughs> I thought you were going to say what's wrong with a bat in the back of the head for a second. No, the back of legs just debilitate you for a second if you're being that unruly, you know. You might pop someone's knee out. What I need is a web gun. Oh, Invent a web gun. <laughs> like Spider-Man. I think they've got something like that. Some kind of foam gun that captures you and it hardens. <laughs> I was thinking of Mole Man now in that, that Simpsons episode. <laughs> Ripping off the prisoner. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you can set on fire if you hit by a taser. Don't coat yourself in sanitizer or baby oil. No. Anything flammable. Maybe you'll be alright with a taser. You shouldn't be able to cut yourself whenever you want, as long as it's not going to hurt anyone else. <laughs> Are you still better at the courts if you can't go and smear in your own shit anymore? Yeah. I bet there's somewhere you can go to pay to have baby oil and be tased. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah, you'll be right there. Baby oil's probably okay. Moving on. Yeah. yeah. Australian man fights off huge crocodile with pocket knife, then drives himself to hospital. See, now we've known again, I like to find like my hardest bastard of the year mm. contender. That guy who fought off the bear was kind of in there. Yeah. This guy's winning at the moment. I think maybe he's 60 as well. Oh, there you go. 60 year old man in oh, Australian he... Queensland who had gone fishing near his home ended up fighting off a huge crocodile with just his pocket knife as a beast clutched onto his leg, dragging him underwater. He's okay. a huge croc. Yeah. He's a bit grampy. <laughs> I stick my finger up his bum. <laughs> He's gone cockney. <laughs> yes, I can't hold an Australian accent. <laughs> I always end up being a cockney. The man was attacked by the crocodile at a remote part of croc-infested Macaiva River. Perhaps don't go fishing in the croc-infested river. It's all fucking croc-infested. <laughs> it's Australia. It's everything there wants to kill you. He found himself a good fishing spot and started to shoo away a bull standing on the banks of the river. Is that a bull crocodile? Yeah. But as he prepared to cast his fishing line, another one burst out of the water and grabbed onto his leg. What? He described grabbing a branch of mangrove tree and holding on as long as he could while the animal attempted to pull him under the water. Actually, it could have been a bull, not a bull crocodile. The bull could have been standing there by the water. The croc was sizing it up. He shoes it away. The croc gets pissed. I think he means bull crocodile, doesn't he? Yeah. I think it's a male crocodile in that ball. Yeah, okay. The man described that as he entered the water, he managed to retrieve his pocket knife from his belt and continued to stab the reptile on its head until it loosened the grip. Oh, fucking hell. He then scrambled the riverbank and drove himself to Cooktown Hospital to receive treatment. Well. Fucking hell, he's a proper crocodile Dundee, isn't he? Yeah. I think it is crocodile Dundee, or Z nowadays. <laughs> Mm. No one's Mick Dundee. Well, he was proper weathered in that film. He was funny. By number three, he was looking a bit old, wasn't looking he? Looking leathery as looking well. Looking le- very leathery. He <laughs> <laughs> made it a leather at that point. In fact, I think looking <laughs> under E3, he was. <laughs> that was an awful film. Skin. It was. Terrible. I don't remember three. 
I haven't really watched that. There was a third really? one. There was a third one and it had a 10-year-old son. Yeah. yeah, it was awful. I only got halfway through it. It was shit. It was really bad. The second one, he was... The second one was decent, the drug dealers. Yeah. He went, he went to New York, didn't he? That's right. It's quite funny. I wouldn't see any other one. Oh, no, no. So the first one, he goes to New York. The second one, he goes to the Outback with her, doesn't he? Yeah. Ah, that's yeah. It. That's it. That wasn't so good, was it? No. You call that a knife? Uh, that ain't a knife. This is a knife. That's uh, a spoon. I think you've played knifey spoony before. <laughs> well, hard bastard. I think he's up there for hardest bastard of the year so far. Okay. I'm from Mars, but I was reborn on Earth to save everybody from the nuclear apocalypse, claims child genius. <laughs> okay. What? So this so-called genius has baffled professors with his out-of-this-world intelligence and claims that he's from Mars and was reborn on Earth. All right, hang on. It's Boryshka Kipyevanovich. Thank you for that, Ben. From Volgograd. Volgograd. Volgograd, Russia. He says that um, he's lived on the red planet as a Martian before. His new life started as a human. He does look a bit uh, out of this world. He's got, um, he's got a great mullet. He's got a mullet and a very serious, odd look on his face. It's a proper Russian mullet, that is. He's got a Martian mullet. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know all the Martians in our That's mullet. true, we don't. We don't. No. So his extraordinary wisdom, coupled with his extensive knowledge of space, has stunned scientists around the world. Borixka was reported to be 11 when he issued a warning... To Earth in a viral video in 2017. Have we seen it? Have you seen uh, it? No, I've not seen it. No, I think I've heard of this guy, but I've never seen the video, no. Oh, okay. He claimed um, his species was wiped out by a nuclear conflict thousands of years ago and fears our planet is heading in the same direction. The boffin warned that Earth will face the same fate as his people. And he said uh, he's been sent on a mission to save mankind. Yeah, it's not only that, mate, there's climate change as well. Oh, yeah, you got your work cut out for you. <laughs> he's clearly going to build some kind of shield. Some kind of force field around the planet. What, so when we nuke ourselves, what? It was like the global it? warming, that will, the, the shield. And they get the like, nukes. Well, he'll just use his Martian smartness, will he, for that? Right. They'll be floating through the fucking air, ballading about the sky with head lasers, I don't know. Have you been smoking? <laughs> <laughs> so, the youngster remembers how he was a, a Martian pilot who travelled to Earth after his planet was devastated by war that broke out between two sets of beings. He claimed despite there being a few survivors, some still exist after grasping how to construct and protection lodges and build new weapons. Oh, build some more weapons. <laughs> so you want to do if you're on Mars. Ah, they've got a forever war going on as well, haven't they? The Marvel said he was reborn on Earth along with others who miraculously survived the conflict in order to save the human race from the same fate. So they, were, they died and they were reincarnated. Yeah. Sounds that way. According to Bariska, who calls himself an indigo child, many Martians are immortal and stop ageing at the age of 35. Then why are they nuking each other if they're immortal? <laughs> yeah. Too many of them. Uh, you can kill off the younger ones, couldn't you? You could. Fucking <laughs> 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 Just looking at it all from all angles. 
So what, from the genocidal mania? <laughs> yeah. Who are you, Anakin Skywalker? Kill the younglings. Fucking hell. So they're very tall, technologically advanced and capable of interstellar travel. Well, I bloody hope so. It'd take them ages to get here, wouldn't it? Oh, it'd take, what, six months, innit? For us. For us. That's For us to get there? Yeah, to Mars. Is it? It's pretty close, yeah. It depends on yeah, they do it so we, yeah, it's at its closest when we launch. Right, yeah. Okay. Might be like a year or so, well, it's longest, but I'm sure it's six months shortest. Yeah, you got like a, you'd only have a so long a gap because it'd be like either a six month journey there and a six month journey back, or if you stay like even a little bit over, you like a nine month journey back. So he said that I remember that a time when I was fourteen or fifteen years old, the Martians were raging war all the time. So we'd often have to participate in air raids with friends of mine. Look, it's a jolly outing. Should we go on air raids and Martians? Yes, let's do that. He also said we could travel in time and space, flying around spaceships, but we would observe life on Earth in a triangular aircraft. Ooh. Martian spaceships are very complicated. Well, they would be, wouldn't they? Well, I don't know these Martians. they got a bit of an air superiority about them. We should nuke them. They're time travellers as well, so why didn't they just... As soon as someone nukes you, you got so many minutes, it's like, right, time travel, boop. You've gone back 500 years, no nukes. You're safe. Yeah. Seems a very extensive plot to just... Thunder. they got the technology. Yeah, they you wouldn't can, just they, get nuked, would you? No, they can, they can re- put themselves into new souls on Earth to stop, for some reason... Just, I think this kid's just, like, incredibly <laughs> bored. Yeah. He's yeah. like, yeah, I'm a genius, and I'm going to make up a story now, but I'm just to fuck with everybody. Yeah. But still, it's a damn fine mullet. Yeah. That'll do for him, shall yeah. I? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He thinks he's telling porkies. Well, he's, you know, fun. He's got some money for his... I bet the son paid him 250 quid for that interview. He's got a Star Trek look about him, eh? He does. Must be true then. (laughs) I'm sold. He's got a bit of a Star Trek look about him. Mm. Spanish Aquila, is that how I see it? Develops a machine that extracts drinking water from thin air. Well, that's handy. Isn't it? Nothing more essential to life on Earth than water, and it's a cruel irony that the majority of the world's surface is covered in water, yet only a fraction of it is suitable for us to drink. And around 785 million people globally still lack access to clean, safe drinking water. Shut up and drink your shit water. <laughs> As a joke, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. Not for the listener. Uh, I used to suddenly know our, uh, our, you know our shit being flushed into our rivers right now. Yep. With an aim to provide drinking water where no other sources of water are available, a Spanish company, Aquare, has devised a machine capable of extracting drinking water from thin air. Invented by Enrique Viga, the 82-year-old engineer, the machine can operate even in areas where humidity is low, as in the Desert Lago, where you just literally solved a good 60% of the world's problems right there. Yeah, what a legend. The machines utilise the same principle that causes condensation in air conditioning units. It uses electricity to cool the... Ah, that's the air. problem. Global yeah. warming. That's a problem right there. It then takes the process a step further by condensing the water vapour. 50 to 70 litres of water a day. 
A larger installation can produce up to 5,000 litres a day. It's impressive. Depends on how much energy it's going to consume. All we need is oxygen. As long as it's solar powered. If it was solar powered, then it'd be fine. Well, I'd imagine Bang them out. it would be. I mean, if you if you can make water out of thin air, then even at low levels... And then wow. you're a magician. Then <laughs> you're a witch. You're a witch. Well, I've seen this programme where they've made, like, pear-shaped, like, huge, you know, three times the size of us, yeah, huge pear-shaped structures made out of pieces of wood with, it looks like cellophane around it, mm-hmm. and then it's got a bit of an open, sort of like a vase top, yeah. and works in the same way, but with yeah. no electric... Yeah. I know, you know, it, it produces a lot less yeah. um, literage, but if you've got them everywhere, that's a way to do it without electric. I yeah. think we should be moving forward with them, really. Oh, yeah, but if they need to do a small amount, how much land needs to be taken up by these things? Point, yeah. If this can produce 5,000 litres per day... Yeah, a large installation, but even a normal machine can 50 to 70. I mean, that's more than most people need a day, isn't it? Yeah, but you're thinking of villages and towns, aren't you? And oh. cities... Well, a couple in a small village, you'd be laughing, wouldn't you? More than you on the big ones in town. <laughs> if you start taking loads of moisture out of the air here, isn't that going to affect the weather somewhere else? Ben, it's not just water for drinking. You've got to think about toilets, you've got to think about showers, baths. Yeah, all right, well... Watering crops, you know. Well, it's still going to have rain. Then that's the whole point, you're putting it in places where there is no fucking rain. <laughs> Climate change. Oh, places, doing that place haven't seen rain for years, man. Well, he's really solved it now, hasn't he? Yeah. If you can get it solar powered or something, because if it's going to take electricity, which is going to heat the planet up even more. This man needs to invent the, the CO2, like, you know, reducer, doesn't he? <laughs> oh, he just done that, give him a chance. <laughs> <laughs> you get on with it, mate. You're 82, you got much time left. <laughs> Well, I think it's a good thing. But it's a great thing. It's awesome. Yeah. You solved loads of problems straight away. Now let's just crack on with the rest of it. <laughs> you know, sort of the climate change next. Get on with it, mate. Get on with it. Hurry up. Put this man full of preservative chemicals <laughs> and keep him working. <laughs> keep electroshocking his brain. Yeah. Okay, next up. Spanish woman fakes kidnap and uses ransom cash from her husband to play bingo. <laughs> Sounds like my mom. <laughs> what my mom would do. She's a bingo addict. Yeah, that would just sound like something your mum would do, actually. <laughs> her husband just wanted his wife safe and back home with him. She just wanted to scoop the big bingo prize. It seems they were both hoping for a full house. <laughs> A, four, <laughs> a 47-year-old Spanish woman has been arrested in Badalonia, not far from Barcelona, after she staged her own kidnap and sapped €6,000, nearly $7,000, from her credulous husband. Catalan police managed to track the fraudster down using CCTV footage, according to local press, and found her in a gambling hall, having withdrawn some of the ransom money to play bingo. <laughs> Fantastic. I mean, she could have just asked him for some money, surely, but no, this is elaborate and... Hmm. Patalonia. <laughs> yeah. A lazy Spanish afternoon, going to play some bingo, faking a kidnapping. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Gambler's got her. Oh, Gambler <laughs> is firmly in charge of that woman. <laughs> Come on, I'm surprised they didn't charge you with something for that. I should be arrested, yeah. 
Faking a kidnapping for a start. Yeah. yeah. Fraud, Waste, I guess. Fraud. Wasting police time. Mm. Fraud, definitely. <laughs> Moving on. I saw this this week. Turbany ill man arrested in back garden for mooning speed camera in bucket list wish. <laughs> <laughs> Daryl Mearcam, 55, was told last month that he had multiple system atrophy and decided as a part of his bucket list to moon a speed camera. He was stunned when six cops arrested him just 20 minutes later in Kiddyminster near Worcestershire. Six cops are mooning a speed camera? What's going on? I know, it's incredible, isn't it? Has it gone through that fast? Oh, everything's all linked up. There's always someone watching that CCTV. Yeah. It's not one of the normal yellow ones, is it? The ones that are just the boxes on the side. It's got to be a digital one, that, surely. There's probably one looking over the speed camera to make sure no one vandalises it. Do you think? Yeah. They'll be covered, mm-hmm. wouldn't they? It was a mobile speed camera van. <laughs> so he just moved it. Oh, it's Jesus fucking hell. Six it's cops. Six cops. Fucking three cars. It's actual crimes happening. I know. So, this retired university. And the, I'm going to say, they only solve 3% of crime as it is. They've got their work cut out for them, haven't they? Yeah. And they're doing this shit. So, retired university lecturer drafted up a list of things he wanted to do before he died, including mooning a speed camera. He ticked it off his list on November the 5th when he bared his bum to a mobile speed camera van in Kidderminster. However, the cop did not see the funny side and contacted colleagues to report the indecent oh, exposure. Oh, for God's yeah. sake. The dad of two was left stunned when three police and six cops pulled up outside his home 20 minutes later demanding to be let in. Three police cars for that. Mm. Yeah, when Daryl, who has Parkinson's disease, refused officers... Then raided his home before wrestling him to the ground outside and putting him on handcuffs. Surprised they didn't taser him. (laughs) (laughs) Mobile phone footage uh, filmed by his wife uh, Sarah, who's 36 and a nurse, shows. Oh, is he 55? Yeah, yeah, he's doing alright. My Uh, partner Terminal Owners. He was doing alright. Well, he is married to a nurse. Shows Daryl calmly telling officers, I'm terminally ill. I won't be able to breathe like this. Fucking hell. It's ridiculous. I mooned a speed camera. I mooned a speed camera. No, you'd be amazed at how much there's no violence until the police fucking turn up. Turn up, yeah. One female officer can be heard replying, well, that is a significant statement that you've just made to us. (laughs) Stupid, stuck-up bitch. He said, I'm quite happy to say it. It's one off my bucket list. I've just been diagnosed with multiple system atrophy. I'm terminally ill. I've got a very short time left to live and it was one off my bucket list. If you never wanted to moon your speed camera, well, I did. <laughs> Ridiculous. It's shocking, isn't it? It is disgusting. Six cops and yet my dad's still waiting for one to come out and ask him about the time someone to kick his door in. Unbelievable. Still waiting, three years later. Yeah. Got, to pick, got to pick your battles, I guess, haven't you? Mm. They might want to solve Mo- actual crime. Just go and rugby yeah. tackle a terminally ill man to the ground. Because it was a police camera, wasn't it? That's the problem in the police van. Yeah. Mooning a police officer, they obviously take that very seriously. <laughs> Three cop cars and six police for that. If they weren't even speeding as well. He's got, I guess with that one, they've just got to film in his arse, haven't they? <laughs> well, good on him, that's what I say. Fight the system, yeah. rage against the machine. 
That's it. That have been Ben. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Facebook, Cones of the Bull and the Post of the Apocalypse. On SoundCloud, we are Cones of the Bull and the PTA. Find us on Spotify, most places you can find a podcast, and YouTube at Apocalypse Bull. Move a speed camera. <laughs> See what happens. You get arrested, wouldn't you? We just proved that you were here. Alright, then don't moon a speed camera and maybe six police won't turn up and rugby tackle you to the ground. I've been Mike, thanks for listening. Peace out, may the force be with you. And I've been Claire, don't um, attend any rubbish light switches on on for Christmas. They're all just the same, they're just blinking lights. You know you're going to have to go to the Manning's Lee one as well, aren't you? I know, it's right opposite my house. The kids can see it out the window. <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably have to be there for that. In my suit. I'm going to heckle you. <laughs> it's a bit unfair.